0: Let's be honest, most digital banking experiences just aren't that amazing. Learn how more than 180 banks worldwide, including Barclays, Deutsche Bank, and BBVA, innovate faster with Strands as their trusted fintech partner. To find out more, visit strands.com today. Critical Mass. That's what turns the smallest ventures into life-changing forces. Reach Critical Mass by joining Temenos Open Marketplace for fintechs
1: Welcome to the very first episode 34 of our podcast, Fintech Insider. My name is David Brewer, and as always, we're coming to you live from London in the heart of fintech up here in level 39. Well, what is in store for us in 2017? Today, we will be breaking out our crystal balls and trying to figure out what the prediction should be for 2017. The gang is all here. Joining me, I have Jason, Simon, and Chris, and we also still have with us Dave Birch, Director of Innovation at Consult Hyperion, and Ben Brabin, the Chief Executive of Level39. Hope you guys enjoy. Simon, maybe let's start with you. What do you think 2017 holds for us?
2: So purely in fintech terms, I I think there's a couple of things. There's uh, there's PSD2 and blockchain are going to be the stories going into next year. We can't get away from them, even though Blockchain itself is in the trough of disillusionment, as Chris pointed out earlier. I think that's the perfect time for people to be getting on and doing real things, because actually the pressure has now gone away. There are some things you can see in the tea leaves already. Euroclear announced they're going to be doing gold trading. The Royal Mint has started to look at this. Um, You were seeing it as well uh, kind of in in more global forums that there are the beginnings of gold and bond trading starting to happen. T0 has now launched, which is the uh, kind of... Overstock.com attempt to take back how shares are issued, that is now a real in-market product. None of these things will have scale, none of these things will be kind of generating massive amounts of profit, but they will be real. So I think, you know, for all the people decrying where's the use case with blockchain, there's your answer. But the next thing they're going to start moaning about is it's not making any money. And they'll be right. It won't be making any money. But actually, that's not the issue. Startups don't make a lot of money for the first couple of years. But that doesn't mean it's not significant. So one to keep an eye on. On PSD2, uh, I think this is going to be the the big disappointment of the year. Um, I think nobody's going to use APIs because everybody's APIs are going to suck. Um, And I think the only way APIs would ever really start to get off the ground is when the challenge banks or digital banks or whatever we want to call them start to hit scale and and, and can really get them moving. And then lastly, I think the macro trend is you know, really around um, the US market change and the Chinese piece. So um, look to China for fintech and look for more amazing things coming out of there and look to the US for deregulation and, and the chaos that will ensue.
1: Sounds got like a good shout. Jason, how about yourself?
3: Uh, i've got three i think firstly um we're going to see payments move further away from banking you know continue that trajectory into chat social embedded elsewhere um and i think we'll also see point-of-sale lending sort of take hold connected with that um it just doesn't belong in a banking app it belongs where customers are so i think we're going to start seeing that sort of retail finance happen elsewhere um And I think that's going to be a major, major thing. I think secondly, obviously we've got three new digital banks making a move um, with Tandem, Monzo and Starling all launching Q1. We're not going to see massive penetration. We're not going to see you know, tens of millions of customers moving, but I think we are going to see, you know, low digit millions. I think we're going, it, it fits with a certain demographic and we're going to to start to see that that happen. And I think uh, with that, I guess, building on Simon's point, you know, they are perfectly positioned in the API space to actually use this as a customer acquisition strategy to to do that marketplace uh, thing, to connect to other services with the air cover of, uh, of legislation so I think um I agree that uh, PSD2 you know is a way away yet we're only just starting to see banks uh, coming out with product catalogs and branch finders you know my data I think slated for next year which is not going to get that far um, but it does provide cover for these um for these new digital banks and then thirdly I think we'll see a surprise new entrant telco retailer some kind of you know third-party player with millions of customers coming in um, you know at 11fS we're, we're we've been talking to a variety of people across Europe and and you'd be surprised with a number of traditionally non-financial players who are now looking at, f- at financial stuff so I think we'll um, we'll sit we'll have a surprise uh, there'll be there'll be someone that makes a move and maybe an acquisition or two
1: cool good three uh Chris how about yourself what do you see happening in 2017? Um, ditto. <laughs> no, I mean,
4: I certainly think that there's going to be a lot more pressure on um, US to open up the markets, as I mentioned earlier on with financial innovation now, um, comprising PayPal, Amazon, Apple, Intuit, and Google. Um, I think equally, we're going to see a lot of things happening that are unexpected. Um, which we talked about China earlier, um, but I'm really intrigued by Africa and India as well in terms of the things that are happening there, uh, building models that are financial related, but because they never had these markets and structures that we've had, they are just creating completely new things. I mean, we've seen the cash um, sort of closure almost in India to try and move people towards to electronic money. Um, And, you know, maybe India becomes one of the first cashless societies well before America, which is still heavily cash and cheque based. Um, So from an innovation viewpoint, I think, uh, you know, watching those markets we will start to see some real robust models of financial exchange occurring with technology from those markets that we can then probably start to see replication coming into Europe and America from those markets. Mm. And in particular, I think 2017 will be the year of machine learning and deep learning. Uh, and the reason for that is that uh, I talked to a lot of banks about you know, distributed ledgers and blockchain structures. And as we've said, it's, it's kind of still experimentation, it's still doing real things, but it's really going to be in the background bubbling away. And it's at some point, suddenly overnight it'll explode and we'll all go, oh, look, at, it's changed the world. Where did that come from? Um, but the banks are saying to me that rather than investing in blockchain, which is a shared structure, they would rather invest in um using their data and leveraging their data using machine learning, deep learning, artificial intelligence technologies, because that's stuff that can give them real low-hanging fruit data differentiation. And so building that into their networks and using the data effectively is definitely on the bank agenda and investing in that capability is uh, going to be happening in 2017 big time.
1: Agree, uh, Ben, how about you? What do you see happening in 2017?
0: Well, I think um, I'm going to offer a prediction and then also a prescription. Um, 2017 is going to be a difficult year for a great many people. It's gonna involve uh, the collision of their aspirations with the challenging details of implementation. And that's particularly true politically and socially, uh, whether it's in the United States or in the United Kingdom and in several other parts of Europe. Um, A great many expectations rest upon administrations uh, not yet in place or clauses uh, that have not yet been um, implemented. And uh, so Article 50 looms for the UK. Um, and the new administration in the US, of course, has, has, has set great expectations. Um, I suspect that for many organisations in, um, in finance, established incumbents in particular, that's going to present a really substantial burden of, uh, of, of engagement. The, uh, the swamp is to be drained. And, um, and of course, for many people, that's going to involve some very fundamental re and repositioning. Uh, and, while smaller and earlier stage organisations don't have quite so much history to, uh, to reposition, uh, there is a real opportunity in this. There's a real opportunity whether you're an incumbent or uh, a new entrant. And that real opportunity, I think, is in, in seeking to occupy the, uh, the middle ground, the ground where optimists seek to build consensus, where financial services and fintech are seen to be uh, allies and friends to people who are otherwise divided. Uh, this, is, um, this is perhaps a little utopian, but the opportunity here to be ruthlessly pragmatic is to build consent where it currently doesn't exist because the, um, the, 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 the divisions are really problematic for a great many of your prospective customers. And um, so anyone who can offer a unifying message has a great deal to gain in 2017. I
1: agree with that. Very good. Uh, Dave, lastly, but uh, not leastly, um, what, what do you think is going to happen next year? Well, I
5: think that, um, I mean, Consult Hyperion is too small to be a statistically significant indicator of IT spending. But I think we do have a role as a a kind of barometer or a weather vane. I mean, the, the things people spend money on with us for new technology, I think, are an indication of where things are going. So I think it's useful to sort of look at areas where there's interesting new stuff going on. Um, so rather than rather than speculate, I would say there's a shift from fintech towards regtech because I think some of the technologies that we're playing around with. Uh, Chris is right to point at AI and big data. <coughs> I have a suspicion, just based on some early results here and there, that um, for our clients, and remember our clients are not the fintechs. Our clients are generally speaking the incumbents. Um, those technologies have more of an impact in the regulatory space. You know, it's the cost of regulation, which is out of control and disproportionate. So I think I think we'll see a shift in focus from fintech towards regtech because it's regtech that will generate the. Although of course that requires coordination, but that will generate the benefits. And actually, I agree with both of you because I think there's an inclusion aspect to that because that's part of the part of the regulatory agenda, and we have to find ways to to deliver that. Um, and I also agree with Chris because I think AI and big data can have a bigger role to play in that in the coming year. Um, the second thing, and you'd expect me to say this, is identity. One of the big barriers to improving things in the reg tech space is the lack of an identity infrastructure. And that seems to have gone up the agenda recently. So I think that's more of a... Actually, that's true in the inclusion space as well. I think, that, And then this idea of perhaps focusing, instead of trying to boil the ocean, focusing down on solving... Uh, the identity problem for the financial services space is uh, I think that's gathering some uh, and one of the key areas where we need to use that actually to go back to what Simon said is PSD2 because one of the barriers to moving to this kind of open banking infrastructure and API infrastructure is we have no identity So, so in other words if I want to tell the bank it's me I want to know it's the bank I want to tell the bank that you've got permission to access my account None of those things are in place yet. It's not just not the APIs in place, you know, the RTSs. Um, we're still a long way from having those APIs defined. But the thing is, none of the other things I just said exist either. Exactly. There, is no, there is no identity of me, identity of you. There is no mechanism for me to transfer. So, so I, you know, I see this kind of arc, you know, the shift towards regulation. One of the key elements of that is doing something about identity. And one of the spurs for getting something done is actually PSD2. And I can sort of see those, those planets are aligning slightly for the next year.
1: Hmm. I think for for me, I, I, I really don't know. I think that's probably the massively most honest opinion I can give is that I think we're facing into next year, not really knowing what's going to happen either from a adoption of technology or from a political sense from a global standpoint. And actually, I think all of the things that are, are going to be coming along really are, Exciting because we probably can't predict what's going to happen. You know, all of the new organisations coming to market, all of the changes that are coming through. um, You know, I think it's going to be pretty damn fun, whatever happens in terms of over the course of next year. So, um, if we had a
4: drink, let's drink to that. There is a new (laughs) Spider-Man movie and Guardian of the Galaxies two coming out, so it's clearly the most important. It's going to be a great year. (laughs) It
2: could be a great year indeed. And on that (laughs) note, we'll leave it there. Have a great holidays and New Year, everybody from FinTech Insider.
1: Happy New Year. (laughs) Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. What do you think? Are we on the money with these predictions? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter and send us your predictions at fintechinsider at 11fs.co.uk. That's it for now. See you in 2017. Keeping up with all the noise and news from the world of financial services isn't easy. It's easy to get lost in buzzwords, jargon, and industry speak. So sometimes you just need a quick human rundown of the biggest stories. Well, you are in luck. Sized is our very own weekly newsletter that takes the biggest news stories from financial services and tells you exactly what's happening, why it matters, and what comes next. size goes out every Friday at 11 a.m., so you can enjoy it with a coffee as you wrap up your week. Stay up to speed with the fast-moving world of financial services, and subscribe today at 11fs.com forward slash newsletters. That's 11fs.com forward slash newsletters.